is a bloody disgusting podcast network. We're going to carry on and plan the sequel, because let's face it, baby, these days, you got to have a sequel. Ah! Welcome back to Microqueers. It's your queer horror short roundup, and I'm Joe. And I'm Trace, and we're talking, oh man, a thing that like hit a little too close to home for me, not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Why, you got a checkered shirt in that closet of yours? <laughs> no, okay, so everyone, we're talking uh, <laughs> The Outfit, which is a short film directed by Yen Tan and starring AJ Bowen. And no, okay, so Joe, can you give them the logline and then we can, because I do want to talk about this. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. So it's a very brief logline, and the bare bones is a congressman is haunted by an outfit that won't go away. Okay, and the lengthier explanation of that is he is a Republican slash conservative politician who took a picture recently of a shirt and, you know, maybe holding a wine glass a bit fey and Mm -hmm. has his arm around a man and he's being accused of being gay. The reason I say this hit home for me is because before I came out in my teenage years, I was so focused on how I was presenting, be it my clothes, (laughs) my mannerisms, and to a point where even one time, like, I was walking down the street, down the mall with my mom, and I had my hand, I think I've told you this before, but I had my hand kind of up in a way where, like, my hand was, like, kind of hanging loose, and she slapped it down and just goes, don't do that, only only women and gay men do that, and... So I I feel for this clearly gay character because it's like you, oh my God, like you microanalyze yourself when you're not out to make sure you don't present as queer. Yep. And the problem with a picture is that it's not something that you often have control over, right? So this is a very candid picture. He's having a conversation with a man. Somebody says, hey, congressman, he turns and the picture gets snapped. And then all of a sudden it goes viral with all these people analyzing, oh, the posture, oh, the clothes, oh, the belt. And the most funny thing about this short, because this is really much more a comedy short than necessarily a horror short. Right. I was expecting a full-blown, like, in fabric from the logline. Right. So I was pleased that we actually get, like, a more comedic approach to it. Yeah, but my favorite thing about this, like, we're talking around it, but when you watch the short, if you haven't already done so, it's literally a plaid shirt with a belt. (laughs) There's nothing gay about it. And that's what's hilarious about this short, right? Is that people are so fixated on reading into it what they will and what this man has clearly been trying to repress, and yet it's coming out in things like costume. Well, then I have a question for you then, too, because do you think that A.J. Bowen was maybe playing the character a bit more effeminate than how A.J. Bowen actually is? I have no idea. I mean, my only experience with A.J. Bowen is the couple of horror films that he's shown up in, so I'm thinking of You're Next, and it's apples and oranges, so. Yeah, and you're right, I don't have much. I mean, (laughs) honestly, when I think of A.J. Bowen, I should think of You're Next, but the first thing I think of is, um, wait, you're not the babysitter from the House of the Devil? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Very funny. I did feel like he was playing him a bit more stereotypically gay. Not not a caricature, which was appreciated, Mm -hmm. but to the point where, like, I could tell by his mannerisms and maybe even his vocal inflection that he was gay. Now, granted, that may be an unfair generalization on my part, or um, I'm stereotyping, maybe. 
Because that also may just be how he acts. <laughs> Maybe. But it's also a really good look into internalized homophobia and how he tries to blame everyone else for like this picture and this outfit. Yeah, he blames his girlfriend. He gets really irrationally angry at her. He gets upset with his assistant. <laughs> like, it's all a little bit on the nose because it's yeah. broad comedy. But the part that really struck home for me was when his mom calls and she's just like, what are you doing with this outfit? Mm. Your dad and I are so mad at you right now. And you're just thinking, oh, wow. Okay. It's no wonder he didn't feel comfortable when the support mechanisms around you are like your assistant talking about how funny it is that in the article, it's so gay that it's like you had anal sex with the Wizard of Oz <laughs> or your mom, who's like a, a horrible old crone. And it's so funny because that 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 zinger about the Wizard of Oz, I didn't even think was that funny. I was like, come on, y'all. Y'all can do a better like that's so gay joke. <laughs> I know. You're not having sex with the Wizard of Oz. You're having right. sex with like the red slippers. <laughs> gay it up. Um, I do think it falls into the stereotype to a little bit of like, oh, a man is gay because he has an oppressive mother who like o is overbearing on him. Sure. But at the same time, like she's clearly like... Again, a super conservative old lady um, who wouldn't be out of place in the antebellum time period. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Check out that Patreon episode. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I found this this quite amusing. I think, I mean, the second the shirt comes back, you know exactly where, like, where it's going. Yeah, yeah. The shirt is a metaphor. <laughs> it's the gayness you can't get rid of. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But I do like even the joy that he takes in all these different methods to try to get rid of it. First, I'm just going to try throwing it away, and it escalates all the way to burying it and lighting it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> so when the short was making the rounds, your place of work, the Austin Chronicle, actually did a profile of him. And it says that Yen Tan was inspired by a real political scandal back in 2015. And I think we all know which one we're talking about, right? Actually, you may not know this one. As I say, wait, which one is that? <laughs> Shit, what's his name? Uh, it's the one who was, like, terrible for gay rights, but he, like, posted pictures of himself working out all the time. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, I also think that I saw the the feature film. Oh, my God, yeah. Yen Tan did um, 1985. 1985? Oh, okay. So, sorry. Um, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, I didn't realize this. So, Yen Tan did a movie called 1985. It has Virginia Madsen and Michael Chiklis as parents to a man in 1985 who is gay, but they don't know. And the guy that plays the gay man is um, Corey Michael Smith, who plays uh, the Riddler in the Gotham TV show. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him a lot. But it's all black and white. It's filmed on, I think, 16 millimeter. And okay. he's contracted HIV. And he goes home to basically tell his parents and his old girlfriend, played by Jamie Chung. It's a really good film. It, it's lacking something in the third act that, like, really lets it hit home. But it's a really, really good indie film that's a pretty honest portrayal of, of gay life. And I'm assuming, as it would have been in 1985 for a man with HIV. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm always excited when our shorts directors have also made features, because it's something to look forward to. Well, and also, it's, a, it's an adaptation of his short, 1985, from 2016. Uh, really? Okay, interesting. So, sorry, we're not talking about that short, y'all, but <laughs> it was like one of those, like, oh my god, I'm, I'm realizing this as we're talking about this type things. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was looking, and unfortunately I can't find, I can picture him in my mind, but this real political scandal that happened back in 2015, it was a conservative governor or senator, a very good-looking white man, 
immaculately mm-hmm. dressed, constantly being photographed, like, here's me weightlifting and here's me water skiing. And people were just like, who is this homo trying to fool? But this person was <laughs> advocating against gay rights at every measure just like an absolutely terrible human being and eventually he ended up coming out as gay of course but only after he was eventually kicked out for like embezzlement of something like i think he was using his campaign funds to like fly him and his boyfriend around the country and various events and shit so anyway, Yen Tan has noted that he's found this amusing correlation to the most outspoken supporters of anti-LGBTQ legislation who sometimes come out to be closeted, and that duality is more common than we know. Well, and yeah, that is correct. And at least the way that this short film heads, it's a much more positive resolution than I would have expected. Yeah, I like that he embraces his uh, inclination towards pop music. <laughs> <laughs> Another stereotype, albeit not necessarily a um, an incorrect oh, a bad one. one. Yeah, <laughs> says the man who, as of the date of this recording, was actively arguing about which album was Britney Spears's best. Uh, better, I'm sorry, not the best, but the better one. Um, <laughs> but yes, that that is correct. Femme fatale, huh? Okay. <laughs> I, I actually meant to Shazam the song he was listening to to be like, I wonder if it's like a real like. Popular. Oh, I think it was made for the short because the oh. lyrics were on brand for like exactly what he was thinking. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I I really enjoyed it. I mean, ideally, you know, we hope that after the end of this, he, I don't know, switches sides. <laughs> yeah, right. Ditches the girlfriend, stops talking to mom and switches sides. Yeah. Well, so, okay, then would you watch a feature length film of this? Knowing that I have just told you that Tan has turned one of his previous shorts into a feature length film. Do you think he could make this work? Uh, I mean, I think it's already been made as a feature-length film. It's called in and out with Kevin Klein. <laughs> okay, but he's not a politician in that movie. But yes, I love in and out But even, I mean, watching it today, you know, it's a little... Oh, it's dated. <laughs> it's dated. It's very dated. Um, it's very stereotypical. Um, and listeners, if you have not seen in and out I would still recommend watching it um, because it, it was very progressive for, I think, yeah. 1998 when it came out. Definitely uh, mid-late 90s. But I could see you doing something like this that was maybe not something that was, like, too slapsticky and silly, but, like, maybe a bit more nuanced comedy and make it more of a character study. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, flush these characters out and look at the actual struggle, but then you could still make it funny. Like, the idea of a garment that simply won't leave you alone and is like, oh my god, get that gay shirt away from me. <laughs> There's comedy to be mine from that. We have so many metaphors for things like grief and depression in horror films. We just discussed a film, a short last week that had demons with queerness, depending mm-hmm. on how you read it. So why not have one that's just a piece of fabric? yeah. Give me that gay plaid shirt. <laughs> and we haven't even discussed her, but I actually really liked Anna Margaret Hollyman as his girlfriend, who I think was more liberal. I got the impression. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, she yeah. definitely wanted him to be more socially liberal. So that's that. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah, um, but I totally watch a feature length version. So listeners, let us know what you think. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Um, did you find it funny or not funny? What did you think of that ending? Let us know. And until next week, though, we can cross out the outfit. Yes, and cross out micro queers. Mm-hmm.